0: Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back to the Living Loved Podcast. Happy New Year, guys. We are in 2022. I truly cannot believe it. I can't tell if 2021 flew by or if it felt like the longest year of my life. Honestly, you guys, most of you guys know if you've been listening to this podcast at all, but 2021. Was such a monumental year for me. Honestly, like so many huge life shifts happen, and huge open doors I've been praying for for years opened. But it also was simultane- simultaneously. It's a hard word to say. Um, one of the most, actually, no, the most difficult year of my entire life because I was facing quite a health crisis, which left me bedridden for most of the year, which was very, um, I didn't see it coming, um, but the Lord turned it around for good. And I am seriously so grateful because even today, guys, I went on a hike and I haven't done this hike in a really long time, probably like three years or something. And it's a difficult hike. Like it's all uphill. I am usually dead by the end of it. It's, it's literally called a training hill and firefighters will go there and like train. It's like pretty intense. And I was doing that hike today and I didn't even really think about it. And then I reached the top and I literally almost started crying because I was like, Lord, I just did this hike and just a Like two three months ago I couldn't leave my bed like what a miracle so the Lord has really healed my body and we aren't all the way there yet but we truly have made some really big strides so anyway I just want to wish you guys a happy new year and even though 2021 if you are anything like me might have been really, really rough for you. These last two years have not been easy for any of us. I It's looked different for all of us, but I think we can all agree that these last two years have been strange and they've been really hard in a lot of ways. And And I've had to be really diligent about keeping my heart encouraged and not letting myself feel discouraged or hopeless for the future. And truly, it can only get better from here. And I firmly believe that 2022 will be an amazing, fruitful year for a lot of us. So... Anyway, I'm excited for just a fresh start. I love the new year, but I just wanted to hop on here and my pastor. So when I am back with my parents in town, I go to Jesus Culture. It's like my home church that I Mostly grew up going to and like my teenage years and throughout college and stuff. Love Jesus culture. They're based off out of Bethel. Banning Leapscher is the pastor. Amazing, amazing church. If you guys are ever in the Sacramento area, you should definitely go. But anyway, we started our 21 day fast as a church the beginning of this year and I decided to fast from social media and I've done a lot of fast from social media. Anyone who knows me knows that I actually really don't like being on social media. It's just not how I'm naturally bent. If I didn't feel called to be on that space, I totally would not even have an Instagram or anything, but I feel the Lord is calling me to that space and But anyway, I felt like he wanted me to intentionally take these next 21 days and fast from that. So I've been doing that. And at first I was going to even fast from posting these podcasts, but I really felt like the Lord wanted me to invite you guys in on this fast with me because there has just been so much that I've already been getting out of this fast. It's only been 11 days. So I guess we're like halfway through. And I I have gotten so much out of it, just so much clarity, and it just feels so cleansing and so refreshing. So, I kind of want to relay a few points over that my pastor talked about before the fast started. And he talked about how important it is for us to gain a burden from the Lord. So, you might be thinking, what in the world doesn't the Lord say that he'll take away our burdens, that his burden is light? Yes, but the Lord will impress things on our heart that are weighing heavily on his heart as the Father. Because we are co-heirs with Christ and he is all about relationship, he wants to partner with us. Like what a cool opportunity. God wants to partner with us to manifest change and bring change into this world. And so the Lord will give us, he will give us insight into his heart and what is hurting him and what is weighing on his heart with the ultimate goal of us acting on it and partnering with him in it and saying, okay, Lord, you've given me this burden. You've I My heart is aching to see this thing change. In this in the world, Lord, how can I partner with you into making this change? How can I partner with you in this? And so He even talked about Nehemiah in the Bible, how the Lord placed a burden on Nehemiah's heart to build the wall, and there was a lot of there were a lot of obstacles that he had to face. There were a lot of things going against him, but since he had such a strong desire, he had the burden from the Lord to see this wall, wall built. He was like. I don't care what I have to go through. This wall is not built yet, but it will be in the name of Jesus. And I will not stop fighting. I will not stop praying. I will not stop moving towards this thing until that wall is built. And in the same way, the Lord has placed a piece of his heart on, On all of us. And it's just so cool. Like, as I live life more, it's just when you live with yourself, obviously, you kind of just assume that everyone else cares about the same things you do. But then as I'm meeting more people in my lifetime, I'm like, wow, it's actually crazy how different we all are and how the Lord will actually place very specific things on each of our hearts that we want to see change. And it's crazy that when you are given a burden from the Lord, you are willing to sacrifice a lot to see that change. And so for me personally, I just want to see people awakened to the fullness of the gospel, because if you listen to my testimony at all, I grew up just believing a very powerless, untrue gospel where I didn't understand that Jesus, when he died on the cross, he didn't just die for me, for my sins, but he died as me. And when he rose again from the grave, he made it possible for me and all of us to live free from sin, to live free from bondage. And we aren't victims to that old man anymore, that we are absolutely new creations. We are prototypes. We get to live in the fullness of Jesus and his freedom every single day. And so that is a burden on my heart. And because the Lord has placed that burden on my heart, I am willing to go to great lengths for everyone to hear that message and be transformed formed by it and in the same way I have some I have a friend Marquise and she is so passionate she her the Lord has placed a burden on her heart to see sex trafficking end that is something that was placed on her heart at a very young age and she started her own um jewelry company all the proceeds go to ending sex trafficking and it's just but and obviously I want to see that end too but I I don't have that same burden that's a very specific burden that the Lord has placed on Marquise's heart that she is decidedly to partner with God and to see that change. And my friend Ben, who's a pastor, he has this passion to see depression completely end in our generation and in this nation because that's something that he dealt with A lot when he was younger and now that he's free from it his heart is burdened with that and he wants to see that change so my point here is that we see a lot of people just in our own friend groups people around us we also see people all throughout the bible that it that the lord wants he desires to reveal pieces of his heart to us so that we can partner with him and actually change these things in the world And so a quote that my pastor Banning said during this message, he said, a life of prayer is both ignited and sustained through a life of intimacy with God and a burden for something to change. And so the purpose of this 21 day fast is simply to make room for God to speak and to set aside time to be intentional in my prayer life in order to see things change. Because prayer is our greatest weapon and honestly, our most underused weapon a lot of times. And I don't believe that it is any coincidence that prayer is one of those things that most believers really struggle with. It's really, really easy to fall into an apathetic prayer life or even a non-existent prayer life. And I think that goes to show enough that the enemy is after our prayer life because he knows that that is our greatest weapon to attack his schemes against our life and around our world and those around us. And so if the enemy is intentional about scheming, Against us, we need to be equally, if not more, intentional in our prayer life pointing our arrow at him and saying, hey, enemy, we see you. We see your fingers trying to mess with my life in these certain areas, and I'm not going to stand for it because through Christ, I am victorious, and we've already won back this land. And that's when we need to start speaking very intentionally and clearly into those places of our lives. And so um, I just want to kind of walk through what I'm doing in this 21-day fast, and I just want to invite you guys into this and do this with me. So as I said, I've already decided that I'm fasting from social media. You guys can also fast from social media. You guys can fast from, you can do certain fasts, like there's the Daniel fast. You can do some kind of food fast or whatever. Just pray to the Lord about it and ask what he wants you to do. But if anything, even if you don't do the fasting part, I just encourage you guys to intentionally over these next 21 days, set aside time, set aside 30 minutes, whatever amount of time the Lord has placed on your heart, even if it's only 15 minutes every single night, to sit down with the Lord and to pray and to be intentional and to not only gain vision for where he's wanting to lead you in this next year, but to also write down very specific, like a battle plan against the things that the enemy is trying to scheme and uh, do wrongdoing in your life. And so let me lay out my challenge for you guys. So this is what I'm doing. So first, just ask yourself, what is your heart aching for? And this doesn't even have to be like a huge thing like sex trafficking or homelessness or whatever is happening in the world. It could be something that's very personal, like maybe there's a friendship that is falling apart in your life right now. Maybe your parents are not getting along right now and you want to see their marriage restored. Maybe you really want to get into this certain college and you're really praying that the Lord opens that door. Whatever it is, just write down three very specific things that you want to see in your life or what you want to see in the world around you. And so for me, I tried to incorporate both. So I wrote down a couple just very personal things that I want to see the Lord do in my life. And then I wrote down a burden that he's placed in my heart. And the Lord has placed a burden on my heart for California. I want to see California saved. I want to see California filled with the Holy Spirit and walking with the Lord. I want to see the leaders that are in place in our state I want to see them walking in intimacy with the Lord. And I just want to see revival over California and see the young people here set on fire for him. So that's a widespread, big burden that the Lord has placed in my heart. And so I wrote that one down and a couple other just very personal, specific things. But I encourage you guys, when you're doing this, be very specific, like write down a specific name or specific thing you want to see changed. Because the more specific you are, the m- it's like you're pointing a target directly at the thing that you want to see changed. And through prayer, that thing is going to break. That thing is going to change in the name of Jesus. So after you write down those three things and just asking the Lord what he's placed a burden on your heart for, then I want you to write down five people to pray for. So five people very specific people. To me, I don't really overthink it. I just go off the first people that Lord's placed in my heart, but especially if there's someone who's going through a really rough season right now, I just write down those people and then I always throw in a couple people that are famous or well-known, people that I don't have any relationship with currently, but that I want to see come to the Lord and see their lives transformed. And that's because I have seen multiple times in my life now. We pray for very specific, well-known, famous people, be it YouTubers or celebrities or singers or actors actresses whatever and then the lord actually brings them into my life or i actually see them get saved or i see those divine connections and so really guys like prayer is so powerful that's why the enemy wants us to grow in apathy towards it because it is the thing that destroys him and destroys his schemes so write down those five people throw in a couple family members a friend a couple well-known people famous people and I want you to pray very specifically every single night, every single morning, whatever whatever time you're going to be doing this thing and just pray into their life. And again, be specific in your prayers. Don't just say, God save them in the name of Jesus and then move on to the next person. I really encourage you, like, intentionally think about that person and start speaking things over them. Say, thank you, Jesus, that this person will be saved, that all their music will be turned around to glorify you. Lord, that you have amazing plans for life. God, I pray for divine appointments. I pray that you bring people into their life that are going to represent Christ to them. I I pray that you would meet them in their dreams, that you would just start setting up random conversations. Lord, stir a curiosity in their heart for you, God, that they would suddenly desire to start reading the Bible. They would desire to start going to church whatever it is, just just start speaking those things over to them and be very specific in your prayers. And these don't have to be loud, crazy, bold prayers. Like some of the most powerful prayers I've ever prayed were in silence or just under my breath, just speaking. You don't need to be crazy loud or whatever. That does not equal passion. Just speak with intentionality and speak from a place of faith, knowing that God is moving on your behalf through the words that you speak. Truly, I don't think we fully comprehend how much power our words have. That's been something I've been really honing into recently, is that my words carry a lot of power. That even when I'm just flippantly speaking things out into the world, they actually carry weight and they carry power to change things. So I need to be careful. It's like a weapon. It it literally says in the Bible that our words carry the power of life and death like that's really really crazy so it's encouraging that we have the power to speak life into literally dead people people who are dead in christ we through our words through our prayers and we are and god is not limited by time or space he can work to anyone and i've seen that play out in my own life me praying for people that i have no connection to and suddenly they just end up in my life or they suddenly get saved so write down the three things that you want to see change in your life or in the world around you, write down those five people you want to pray for. And then the last and final thing is to take communion every single day. So a lot of you are probably like, what in the world? Like, this is not something that I did uh, just like a year ago, but it's something that I've been doing for probably the last, I would say like five months. And I've seen immense change in my life. The Bible talks all about the power of communion. There is something about partaking in the Holy Communion and just setting our minds on the finished work of the cross. That is so powerful. So to me, it's kind of like sealing the deal. Like I just prayed over all these things, all these people, and now I'm sealing the deal and saying that, thank you, Jesus, that by your body, all of this can be accomplished. All of this will be accomplished in the name of Jesus. And I I even will speak the blood of Jesus over these people. I say, I speak the blood of Jesus over my friend. I speak the blood of Jesus over this person and over the situation in the name of Jesus, because that's where all the power lies is in the cross and in the finished work of the cross. And so setting our mind on that, constantly speaking that over ourselves, partaking of communion every day is so powerful. So That's the three-step challenge I have for you guys. I really, really encourage you guys to do it and to just, and ultimately just to really take time to be with the Lord. He loves you. The whole purpose of life itself is just to grow in relationship and friendship with the Father. And so I think it's really important and valuable for us to do that. And if you guys start today, 21 days is going to lead right into February 1st. So it's a perfect time to just hop on board and let's do this together. So I love you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to rate and subscribe. And I also will leave in the little description box below uh, the prayer that I pray for communion. And um, at this point, I just pray whatever the Lord has placed on my heart during communion, but I have a general outline. But in case you've never really taken communion on your own before, because I know when I first started doing it, I literally was like, what do I say? Like, what do I do? So I'll, I'll leave a really good one to start with down below. And I'll leave the little bullet points for the challenge down below as well. So I love you guys happy new year and I'll talk to you next week.